And welcome back to the MDM Podcast. I am with David and Judah. Hello. 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 Hi, everybody. Everyone talks simultaneously. I love how we all mesh as a family. Okay, so thank you for having me. And um, I'm very excited to be on the MDM Podcast today, I'd like to say. So, we have officially entered the MLB offseason. And every offseason, we get a batch of rule changes where either the owners aren't happy or Uh the players are pissed or Manfred's pissed and everyone's pissed. So... Today we're going to discuss how do we not make everyone pissed at everyone else. Well, this is life. That so makes sense. I don't know if that's you ever can't gonna... do that. Yeah, there's always going to be one group. Of we're going to try because everyone's pissed. Yeah, everyone's always. <laughs> everyone pissed. is pissed at this at this league because of pace of play, tanking, yeah, salary, blah blah. blah. There's so many s- different opinions. And in the state of sports analytics, we enter the world of tanking, and the whether tank you like world. it or not. It's part of baseball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's part of every sport. And they have some stats, but before we do that, I want you guys just to give your brief uh, opinions uh-huh. on tanking. So we'll okay. start with Robert. All right. I feel like a couple years ago, you could have combated tanking with a draft lottery, but it's gotten too far. Now you're talking before the CBA was signed in 2017. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's gotten too far, and now I'm pro-tanking. You're pro-tanking? Okay, well... I think tanking is Kids should do what they want to yeah. do. Yeah, well, you'll say I think tanking is actually an okay thing. Um, it while works. most of the time, it yeah. Works. While I don't like one hundred percent support it, um, if your if your team knows uh, what to do, and you and like if you're like the Detroit Tigers or the Kansas City Royal, but you tank successfully, then you know you're not making the World Series anytime soon. So you might so you might as well just set up for a good future. Well, it? here's where I stand because you have the stereotype that tanking will lead to yeah. a championship. If you and the two bright spots we've seen in baseball, like Houston Astros, Chicago Cubs, those are the two examples that where, where tanking's worked. Now, we haven't seen another huge rebuild like that since. Maybe we're going to see one with the Orioles and maybe one with the Tigers the as White we Sox. speak. The White Sox didn't. They didn't really go through that yeah, big of one. But this stuff doesn't guarantee championships. I think that's a common miscon- uh, miscon- uh, yeah. misconception when people talk about tanking. It doesn't guarantee championships. Mm-hmm. And one other thing we don't discuss is how it's harmful to fan bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that could that, that could definitely swing the uh, the numbers of atten- a number of attendance. You get like, have you ever seen an Orioles game? I mean, I've been to an Orioles game. They I have mean, a great ballpark. Yeah, they have a great ballpark. How many of the like, seats have dust? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Seriously, it's how many people sound the upper deck this year at Oriole Park besides opening day? Cause uh, cause I it, feel like I mean, they maybe have... two years ago, whenever Chris Davis was hitting home runs. Yeah, but no, they have pieces. <laughs> they have pieces that can draw fans to the ballpark. VR, like what? VR, Mancini. Shout out to VR is not a piece to oh. draw to a stadium. Come on. Well, well, what about the what about the new um the new right fielder that they have? What's his name? I forget. He made that really nice play on, uh, on the last day of the regular season. Austin Hayes, the center fielder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, I, I mean, really he, knew, but yeah. He, I mean, he made a great play, though. I, he's just an example. How, of, how does uh, Austin Hayes draw fans to the ballpark? Easily. Than the VR does. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Does, Are you delusional? Does, does, does Roman Liriano draw fans to the ballpark? Yeah, no. be- because because I don't a, think one baseball player draws fans to. I mean, maybe besides okay. like Trout. Let, let's take this as an example. So if an, if a player has extreme hype, then he will get he will get um. He will get they will that will uh, increase the attendance for the whole. Like Strasburg, yeah, Strasburg. I, I was gonna bring that up. Strasburg. Okay, yeah, well, that that's a very great point because the, 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 the debut of Strasburg and the 40, debut 40, of Guerrero yeah. 
was huge. Yeah, I and know. It's, it's by the, the way, the build up and hype to implement the tanking, the Nats tanked for Strasburg. So mm, true, true. <laughs> I think that's a co- that, it, that's, it was sort of an illegal tank, but <laughs> that's one that people don't really notice because they were in the in the in the mode of transitioning to a new ballpark in yeah. the city. Uh huh. But uh, it this mm-hmm. took eighteen years to get. I'm um, not eighteen. It took um. What would it be? Fourteen years to get their yeah. championship, but they got it. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, the, I mean, listen. While if while it, while it took a little bit of time, um, to get to gain more fans and more traction uh, after the transition and all that, um, I think I think I think like a few years ago they noticed how many weapons the Nationals really have, and they could actually use it in the future. You know what I mean? And so here's my um my thesis statement. Okay, let's I, let's say I wrote a whole essay for this. <sighs> Economics in baseball. Is broken. So here we have, I have two examples, both of which are from previous drafts. Let's start in 2019. So in 2019, we had the uh, the Detroit Tigers lose 114 games. Then you had the Baltimore Orioles 108, the Marlins 105, and the Kansas City Royals 103. So what that's showing us is that teams who finish worse end up in the better because they have yeah. higher draft picks. And also in that, with that, the teams that finish worse have more money to spend on their drafted yeah, players. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't necessarily think that's a great that's a good thing. Because what you're doing is you're rewarding bad teams yeah. who don't make any were the Tigers, Orioles, Marlins, and Royals expected to do anything last year? Mm, not really supposed to develop their farm so you're you're rewarding them by giving them more money to spend in the draft that's a flaw well i think i think looking at it and like okay so i think for the mlb it's actually a really good thing it Mm -hmm. keeps the uh it keeps the teams fresh it keeps new contenders coming it won't be like it won't be like uh let's say the nba i mean i know they have tanks but but you know the Warriors. They got to the we got to the NBA championship like four times in a row. Yeah, but the the Warriors didn't tank. Yeah, they, they didn't, were no, just no, bad they, on. They were no, they, bad they, on accident. They did not tank. No, before they were they, bad on accident. They Curry. They uh, who did they? They had um, what's his name? Uh, uh, they were a mediocre team. Yeah, but like they, but maybe they, maybe they were a the nine or eight seed. They weren't tanking. They finished with the worst record, like you've seen with the Knicks before, or the Bulls, or the, or the Cavs. They're not the Bulls full on tanking. I think they finished with the worst record in the NBA the, in for one year. For than one the, year and the year before that they finished. How many? Like the third do you worst. think the Knicks are going to finish last this year? Uh, there's, there's a good chance. No, so that's two years in a row no. now. But honestly, unlike the Warriors, and they're still winning championships every other year. Oh, and actually, the Warriors are starting like one and seven, two and seven. Well, now, now, now Curry's, um, now Curry's out for the season. Thompson's out for a while. Um, you know, the, the, D-Lo, the baby. Yeah, D- all their pieces are kind of, all their like the superstar pieces are kind of gone. But um, what was I saying? Uh, Bringing it back to baseball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I got you. So, what that's showing us is again, Major League Baseball is rewarding bad teams, and I, I want you to finish your thought because you. Well, yeah, so I think that like I think it actually I think it actually like makes the makes the league more fresh. It it it, it gives it gives teams uh, new fans. It brings in it, I, th- I think it honestly brings in more audience. Um, I think it actually helps with with uh, the amount of traction that a team can get. Um, and it'll actually because okay, so it would lead How? it can lead to life lifelong fans as okay. What? So, okay, so let, let's let's take this for example. So when so oh, when my dad was moving in from Israel, right. He he said, "What's the best team?" And he just said Yankees. And he decided to become a fan of the Yankees. Well, but, he also moved to New York. Yeah, but I'm he saying, didn't move <laughs> to the to, to Kansas. Yeah, but like, but I think that I think that either way, like, 
You can do that about Packers fans. A lot of bandwagon Packers fans. But um, so bro. But <laughs> but um but either way, I think I think it actually it helps with the, it helps with the team helps with the fan base. Even though it might not seem like it. So it what does that have to do with draft players drafting players? It doesn't. I'm just talking about whenever like whenever it comes to take bringing in fans. Well, that that's my point. Teams who draft players aren't attracting more more fans just because the Orioles drafted Adley Rushman first overall. Yeah, but, is that gonna spike the spark their attendance? Yeah, but tell me in tell me in like in like five years when the Orioles are actually like a good baseball. Can team. can you promise me they're gonna be a good baseball? No, team? no. They see that's the but that's the flaw with tanking. That's the if flaw I'm, with tanking. If I'm if I'm an MLB team. I'm not. I'm not tanking because I may, there's a, there's a really high risk in tanking, even though it may not seem like it. You don't. You, I mean, the Nationals. What's they the were risk? The, the Nationals losing your fans. Yeah. Let, let's take this. That's a high. That's a big the, one that no one. The Nationals were ex, were expected to do. Were not expected to make the World Series. We'll say it like that, right? I don't know where exactly the projections were, but they were not expected fair, to make the World fair, Series and win it. Fair. But you know, they did that, and they didn't have to tank for it. Or maybe they maybe they did, but 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 the point is just that you, they could be you could be missing out on years where you can possibly win if you really tried to make the World Series. Well, but instead, you're going to spend those years tanking. I think the Nationals are a separate being because they have the glory of being under good management right? yeah. with Mike Rizzo at the top. Okay, so with Mike Rizzo at the top being able to continually bring in talent whether it be Juan Soto, Victor Robles, uh, yeah. uh Trey Turner. Yeah, but that's what you need to be able to do if you're a tanking team. You need to be able to bring in new talent, but a lot of teams Well, that's what we're seeing that. with the Astros and the Cubs. These are two teams that yeah. have embraced the tank and Those are homegrown teams won. too. They continued like we've seen this year, Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, Astrostall Forrest Whitley in the system. They're yeah. continuously producing and that, talent. And, and the and Cubs not, not so much, it. but and they're not taking for it. They can literally just bring a new talent. Well, because they've established a culture yeah. where winning is now priority. the priority yeah. and it's expected. But you, but you see that year what, after year after year. That's what good ownership does. If you're if you have good ownership and you tank, then you're gonna be a great baseball team. But if you have but if you have amazing ownership, then you don't need to tank to bring in new talent. You could you could have an amazing team. Well, you could also say that for teams with a particularly big market. Like if you go to a team like Yankees or Red Sox, yeah. you're not going to see them fully well, embrace. Yeah, they can't, or else they're going to lose all their studio. One or the I mean, all well, they also fans. have the the, lug, the the luxury not to because yeah. they have all this money to they spend. Teams like Kansas City, yeah, they ha- they kind of have like that. a two or three year window where they have to yeah. do something. Even though or square fan, one again, even though I'm a Yankee fan, I really hate that they don't have a, a set a set like budget for each team. I feel like that would make. Well, I had that. Big. I had that getting ready for that's a salary yeah, cap issue. We'll get into yeah. that. In I hate minutes. the salary cap thing right now. It makes it so unfair for certain teams to. Well, how is it? Oh, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll get the we'll get the salary. Let's let's keep it on tanking. <laughs> Robert, you got anything you want to say? No, <laughs> I, I disagree with both of you. How? That, that's, oh, tell us. Let's go. I know. Okay, this, let's okay, go. Okay. You you said tanking. Is it's unfair to tank because it benefits the. The, the bad teams, team. yeah. I'm, that's, that's no, I'm, I'm saying, but they're purposely draft. losing. If they were losing by accident, they were just not playing. Okay, listen, 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 listen. No team is purposely losing. You don't. You that's don't have. Bra- you don't have Michael. Is, Bra- I, 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 they're not. They're not. They're not going out and they're that saying, "All right, true. listen, we're gonna try and lose ball games." Yes, they did. No, okay. They, they, you they did not say what free. What big free agents did the Orioles or Marlins sign this? Okay, so here's the misconception about about okay about tanking. So. I'm assuming you're under the conception that before the game starts, the players say, "Okay, we're going to try to intentionally well, lose." But it's well, no, not no, no. The See, but that's the thing. The players want to win. Yeah, but the ownership, the players the and coaches that, might want to yeah. win. Ownership doesn't want them to win. Yeah, and it, that's that yeah, could divide them. It's chess. I mean, listen, you might the owner might not want you to win. I mean, listen, I mean, 
it, it's all about the owner, okay? They they put they put the the, the pieces into place, okay? And, right. and and the players will do their job, but as but if they're given bad placement and they're giving bad they're giving bad talent around them, then how do you expect them to succeed? Bef- like I don't know if I can bring up the Dolphins for an example here, but they 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 have like four first round picks and and the, and and NFL is a super a very like a really competitive sport for players. But um, the main point is just that while the players want to win and play their hearts out, if they're not given the proper talent around them, then they can't actually win games, and they don't. No, I agree, lose. and and that's a. That's a big issue, especially when it comes from front office to players. Yeah. What is the message front office is sending them? Hey, yeah. we, we want you to try your best. We want you to win. We want you to succeed. But if you don't, it's good for us. Yeah. That's hard to tell your players. Yeah, I mean, if you want someone to resign with you, that's not the memo that you want to be given out there because every player wants to win no matter who they are. And you, you're not. that's not how, how a franchise should be run, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have we successfully persuaded? No. no. Okay. No. No, you haven't. Well, some people just don't. Some. Well, that's why? the point of a podcast. What? We come out here and we share our opinions. Do you know? Do you know what Jonathan VR is thinking in his head? What? Do you think he wants to be rid of Baltimore? I don't think he wants to be there. How no. do you know? He hasn't said one thing. He he he's played his heart out. <laughs> we can't we for can't that team. Yes, can't, exactly. He's played his heart out. He played his I thought like every other player there is. Yeah, but they don't. But but listen, if he was traded to that team. Well, you yeah. know what, too? I think people also forget about this. Look at a player like Andrew Kashner, who didn't uh, really have a great year but was traded. A lot of these veteran players he, he, are there to play their hearts out and then get traded to a contender. Yeah. He had a great year Spring chasing sometimes. before he was traded. Then he just screwed himself over with the Red Sox. He moved himself to the bullpen. Well, that could also harm harm their talent if they're trying to outperform themselves just to get traded away. See now you're now you're not only hurting the fans, but you're also hurting the players now. Well, actually, they're losing well, their veteran presence. Well, outplaying yourself is is a good thing. If as much motivation as you can give the players to play their hardest, but that's not the way to do it. The way to do it is not by nobody goes into the year thinking my team's gonna go fifty. And the 112, owners, and owners, I'm going to hit 130. The owners do. The Marlins owners tell me they weren't. They you weren't. think Jeter is saying to himself, I want I want Castro to hit 130? Well, yes. Jeter, yeah, yes, but, I, I do. And don't forget, Jeter's not the only owner of the Marlins. I think they, I think he's they have like part four owner. Owners. He's definitely more of a he's figure. He's part owner. Yeah. I think he's, he's more yeah, for he's the media. But the, um, but the main point is that, you see, the, you know, Brian Anderson, for example, he, he's playing his heart out, but that's not the point. The point is that. And Jeter, he's one of their cornerstones. They're building around him. They're not building around him. Yes, they are. Who? Who? They, who, who what talent did they provide to build around Brian Anderson this year? They re-signed Miguel Rojas. Whoa! Oh, you could look at some of the younger guys, Yamamoto yeah, well, and Yamamoto. The Marlins will will ne- will not like they're not in the next few years. They're not going to try to sign big names like Rendon. Well, that's my. How point. do you know that? That's my. How point. do you because, know that? Because it's not because maybe the they, they think they're on the cusp of something amazing. Because the way they've been running their team shows it. Because. They're not going to sign a 29-year-old player until until um, the, they're... How do you know? He could be the one final piece. To, because that's a terrible final. There's, there's so many. Well, so here's many an goals. example of that. Do you remember a couple of years ago, Eric Hosmer signed with the Padres? Yeah. Now, I don't think the Padres had expectations that year, but I don't know if they were just trying Look to... Look at them now. They're, they're a couple of years away, and Hosmer's playing great. I think they're yeah, one. I think next year they older. make a match. I don't know if that was a great move. because Any player... 
Everybody that, gets older. Yeah, because no, no, but now, but now Hosmer is going to decline in athleticism. Man. Well, I think they got him on the cheap because that was the first year of the listen, of the bad offseason. Yeah, listen. The, the good part about it is that at least Hosmer's a first baseman, which which actually really helps first baseman to play until they're without older. a DH in the NL. Yeah, but we're, we'll we'll bring that up later. Why did he pick that contract? Yeah, but the only one he had. Yeah, that's but, why. but you know what? At least he's a first baseman, so that's a good idea. But if you, but 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 teams that are tanking like the Marlins are, which they clearly are. Come on. Um, they're without not going to go out and sign. I didn't say they weren't tanking. Yeah, but they're not going to go out and sign a thirty-year-old. Um, there's no way. There's, there's no way. It's just not financially smart. Because by the time a third baseman becomes thirty-five, that's when the Marlins are going to start winning, and then they're going to be paying him all this money. I don't get this. I don't get this thing enough. in your head where you think as soon as a player turns thirty-five, okay. he goes to crap. Let's think about Alex Rodriguez here. Verlander. Yeah, but look at him. Yeah, no, look at him. But let's think. Let's, let's, let's they gave him more let's, money. Let's take for example Alex Rodriguez, right? So the Yankees were never tanking, all right. But it, w- I don't, I don't know if it was necessarily a great idea to resign Alex Rodriguez. He, his, his athleticism, ten year deal. Yeah, his athleticism yeah. completely right. declined. That, that's he couldn't that's slide. obviously an example. But, but the point is that if as, as, at least the Yankees weren't tanking. But if you're tanking and you sign Anthony Rendon to a seven eight year deal, but that's just clearly, just yeah. But, but the problem is stupid. That by the time they're winning, Rendon is. Uh, we're taking Rendon as an example, by the way. This could be any player, but. Um, at, at least not a pitcher, because pitchers can pl- can play for a long time. But if you're but if you're a third baseman like Rendon and you're going to a tanking team, that is not good for you because by the time you're, you, by the time well, I don't set- think the, I don't think the player would pick that team. No, you see, that's I another thing. Stay free. That's like, another thing. If Anthony Rendon goes to Baltimore, I see what yeah. you're saying because if Rendon goes to Baltimore yeah. and if he's on an eight year deal, the first yeah. four years of his contract are nothing. Yeah, and they, he's not and, doing anything. And, and they're going to be good in, in in probably six seven years, right? And by the time that's happening, Rendon's going to decline in athleticism, and they'll be paying him so How much money. How do you know that he's going to no, decline in athleticism? No, that, that's just that's just father. That's, that's just the. That's it's just this thing. construct that you well, have in it's your ve- head. It's very rare to see a yeah. player I mean, okay. kind of like only if you're a generational yeah. talent. Even Ken Griffey declined in athleticism, and he he's one of the best baseball players when it comes to like athletically of all time. And you can name the players on your hands that have surged as they go. I, off the top of my head, I get I get Verlander. Yeah, that's it. That's Mar- I, I mean, Mar- I, 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 I mean, Ryan. I mean, when it comes Randy Johnson and back to Eric Cosmer, like uh, former he, players, of course. Eric Cosmer kind of like Mark Teixeira. I mean, but but again, the, the Padres were saying the Yankees weren't. But that's all I'm saying. I'm saying by the time they get older and the team is actually going to start winning, they're going to be paying him a a, a a criminal amount of money, and they're not going to be able to re-sign their young players that are good at that point. I mean, let's say the Blue Jays sign Anthony Rendon in a few years when when Vladimir Guerrero wants to re-sign, then they're then their their cap space is going to be done. They won't be able. To and that's for where cap space kind of ties into all this because I've said this many times before with the current cap you have a luxury tax tax threshold at the top so what you're doing is you're capping the big market teams <laughs> while Clowning. on the bottom you have the teams like the Marlins and yeah. the Orioles or even any small the market Rays have done a great job Ray, well, this this would hurt them on the if you have a team on the, on the bottom that doesn't spend yeah. a lot of money. So you have yeah. a team that is gonna just gonna hold extra money in its pocket and not spend more money. But imagine if the Rays had had the same cap as the even a team. Imagine imagine if the Rays had the same cap as the Yankees. They but they be don't. The so how do you time. fix that? You need a floor. Yeah. Th- think about it. Or a ceiling. You, you need you need to you have need a, a set amount of money. That each team can spend so that it keeps the it keeps it fair. Oh, I mean, well, they, you know what? Think about this. So you have 
you have a basic the the floor right now what is it 25 million because you could have you could have 25 guys on your roster making lead league minimum wage yeah so that's what 25 million rather than signing some of these guys and increasing your salary yeah well i think it's harmful to have a team only spending 25 million i'm not saying there is but it's harmful to have a team not spending any money, and it's hurtful to free agents. And we see we see the players' union whine about their guys aren't being signed. Mm-hmm. They agreed to this deal. That's something we forgot to mention yeah. in the beginning. The players' union and the owners agreed to this yeah. deal. That's not a, very long ago. Thought, yeah, it takes a lot of thought, and I guess they just weren't careful about it. But um, I want to. I want. I just want to bring something up. So the Yankees, as I even though I'm a Yankee fan, I have to say it's one of the most unfair things I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Adam Adovino, if if for us taking signing Adam Adovino is not a big deal, right? But if he, but if but if you took the Rays and you put him on the Rays, that's a lot of their cap, and then that stops them from signing other big players or even average players like DJ Lemayhu. You think the Rays would have had any cap left to sign Lemayhu and Adovino in the same free? Well, season? a team like the Rays is interesting because we we all know that the Rays, you know, they they struggle with attendance. That's not yeah. not not that's a surprise. Not a surprise yeah. So. A team that struggles with attendance, you think, has no money. These teams have massive TV contracts yeah. and outpay the, just being the amount of fans in the building <laughs> by probably more than double. Yeah. The Los Angeles Dodgers have like multiple billion-dollar deals with – I don't know what network. I think it's a Fox company. I don't even know. I, maybe NBC. They, well, dealing with we're dealing with the network is big bucks, so we just know. It's especially in baseball, yeah. it makes up about ninety percent of their revenue. Yeah. So whenever they make up the excuse, well, no fans are coming into our ballpark. We can't spend money. Yeah. It's BS. But we can spend. Yeah. Money. I mean, I mean, the Rays. They have to be getting big deals now. Now they're now they're a playoff team. I mean, they are. If they could have a set salary cap, so so that teams won't have to try their hardest to avoid the luxury pick cap, and so that teams can. I mean, it might lower salaries, but that's why I'm saying have a cap at like 150 million because every team can afford what? 150 million, or every team can afford 125, something around that range. Because the cap should be way higher than that. I don't know about that because 150. They're well, okay, almost every team no, goes over 150 million. Because the problem is that if there's a cap at 150, oh if there's a cap at 150 million, that's not going to change anything because the Rays have a what? what a, a I'd say that might be a floor. A 95. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that could so, be a floor. That could be the bottom. No, the base. Okay, so if you want to make a cap. That's higher than that. Then you. It's going to have, go up every year. No, here's twenty twenty one. I mean twenty twenty. Yeah, I mean, the way baseball players are getting paid. Twenty twenty one's two ten. But my point is that if you're gonna not have, by a lot, if you're going to have a high cap, then you need to have you need to make teams have a have have a certain amount of money in the bank. That's my point. If you yeah. have a cap, you need a floor. You need, yeah, that okay, is my point. Yeah. If you want to have a really high salary cap, but the thing is that I'm not even saying and, it has to be high. I'm yeah. saying that you have to also but, have because now that an amount that yeah. the smaller market teams have to spend, or the or the tanking teams, like we said, the yeah. tanking teams have to spend a certain amount yeah. of money. The Yankees just paid off a salary tax. But you see, the thing is that when you think three teams went over it this year, they just finished paying it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three hundred and nineteen million dollars. This is yeah. my. This is the problem because this year you had four teams finish. With a hundred plus wins, yeah. with a floor maybe it's one or two. Yeah. I don't think you see four I, I or just, five. I think because listen, every ML you said this, every MLB team can afford it. It's just that not every every MLB team wants to wants to pay to. it. That's the problem. And and you, with a floor that could really fix that. It could be if you want to be in our exactly. league, if you want to be in the in Major League Baseball, you need to put an investment in, and you and if you're an owner, you need to put a certain amount of money in to stay in the league. And that's that's just what I think. You just need to look at it and think, is this effective? Yeah. 
I mean, listen, major, major league baseball is a way of making money, but owners, they need, I mean, some owners need to stop being cheap and have some, and have some, have some, uh, dignity and, and actually want to win games. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Freddy. Who's Jeff? Wilpod. Wilpod. Oh. You, you forget, he's, he's a long suffering Mets fan. Oh, really? <laughs> Well, you didn't, I you did didn't not know, know that. You didn't know he's a Met fan? I don't know who Jeffrey Wilpot is. Wilpot? <laughs> Jeffrey Wilpot. <laughs> who is that? We'll let you on here. I don't know Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wilpot. <laughs> yeah, Judy, you're suspended. He, uh, he thinks he has. He well, has I did say. show up late. So, anything else you guys just want to add on the salary cap? No. no. no I, th- I think no I think more. We Please, no we more. We did. Yeah. We need, a, we need a floor. I think, yeah, that's the main thing. We need a floor. We don't need a floor. All right. Um... Free agency. This oh pretty, pretty much ties into the um the salary cap. Yeah, so this should be a little bit shorter. Payroll in 2019 was at the lowest it's ever been since 2005, God, and wow. the current CBA was signed in 2011. So now that when you're at the lowest it's ever been since 2005, not ever since 2005, with the player expectations and salary rising, they're, they're, they're crazy, you're bound man. to have a strike. I mean. Okay, so we okay. This is how the MLB has been, and this is how it's going to be for a while. But, um, but young players are not getting paid millions and millions of dollars. And but I mean, eventually once they get into free agency, they're going to be being being paid a lot, a lot, and that's going to be coming up soon. I mean, I mean, Juan Soto is going to get a contract eventually. Uh, Rendon's getting a contract this year. I mean, listen, there's players that are going to be paying a lot of money, and that's going to cause that spike. And a lot of this has to do with. Possibly free agency, free agency starting too late. So, so a player who makes his major league debut at age twenty four, you think that's reasonable? Or you think, yeah, you may, I mean, as, yeah. as the years go up, the so. age goes down. But say a player starts at twenty four, that's when Aaron Judge started. They're eligible eligible for free agency at age thirty. That's way too. Yeah, I, I thought I thought you were and talking about the this is where the players and the owners that's disagree. Unfair. It's ridiculous. It's, he's, he's way almost yeah. out of his prime already. Like they can't, and they're not gonna. They're not yeah. willing to spend the extra dollar for a guy who's in I his thirties. Because that's how the MLB. Okay, but again, Aaron how, Judge. I mean, when is Aaron Judge gonna be in free agency? <laughs> He can't believe he's twenty four. He'll be thirty, but he's going to yeah. get a nice extension. Just, uh, just look looks, at a regular guy. That's like, how that's how the owners try to <laughs> compromise. Yeah, and they're by like, using arbitration. Yeah, and the arbitration is still not enough money. I mean, Juan Soto is going to get arbitration right, well, until he's like twenty seven. And you know how much money he could make even being 24, 20? Juan Soto will be a free agent at twenty five. He can get a ten year deal yeah. right now. And he still can if a team's stupid enough to do it. I mean, but we've seen stupid enough. I mean, I mean, listen. Okay, Manny Machado got paid ten years, and you think that was worth it? No. Yes. You think it was? Yeah. He had a down year. Um, Bryce. Everybody Harper, has down years. Nobody's perfect. How much of a down year is? I mean, yeah. Thirty home runs, almost hundred. Exactly. Years. That's a great, not, not much well, of a down year, but I get it. We're yeah, not worth the money. I get look, it. You yeah, can look at it's the not really much of a down year. Three hundred million. I, mean, I get it. I get it. To, that's what I call. That's what I call Ben Harper money. That's what I call. You just. Uh, you just want him to, to to play like he did uh, last year on the Dodgers every year when you're paying him that much. That's all I'm saying. But um, but you're getting the rights to Manny freaking Machado. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. That's on your fair. team for the next decade. But I'm saying he throws fans to the ball. But I'm saying Manny Machado and just Bryce he's Harper. A diva. These are gonna be these are gonna be great. Um, these are gonna be like. This is going to be a, a way for teams to learn their lessons. So if this works out, if if paying up somebody ten years, three hundred million works out, then guess what? Teams are going to start doing it more. But if it doesn't work out, then teams are not going to do it as much. No, I, d- I definitely agree. And like I said, you're seeing players' salaries, expectations at least, going up. Yeah. 
and the owner's expectations going, going down. down. We're bound for a strike in yeah. 2022. Whether you like it, it's happening. Yeah. Unless they figure something out. And I don't want to spend too much time on this. Minor league salaries. While the <laughs> while the player while the players association continues to fight for higher salaries for people in there who are thirty six years old, yeah. players <laughs> down in the minor leagues are making between forty and eighty thousand dollars, which is not even okay yeah. the Te- average household. School income. teachers make more than that. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. So instead of fighting for thirty six year olds to be paying seven hundred million dollars, let's worry about this guy down here. Let's worry about the the average the, the twenty three year old minor leaguer who's in double A trying to make it to the major leagues. Yeah. Let's worry about him. Yeah. He's not doing too well. Uh-huh. These guys can barely afford uh, <laughs> afford a house. Let yeah, alone I mean, you're thirty six and and they can move around a lot. You're thirty six and there's a good chance you have a wife and you have a family to help support you financially. But these twenty four year olds, they're probably still living off of ramen noodles in their base in their, in their mom's base. I don't even know. That's exactly all. right. And it's it's a lot I mean, of McDonald's. You got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got it. You got to give them. You got to give them something to live. I mean, these. This is not just baseball at this point. This is like life. And if they're not making enough to baseball live, is life. I mean, yeah, but if, if I mean that's why that's why they're dealing with the pay. But um, if they're if they're not making enough money to live, then what's and, and they're never going to get called up. Then what what's the point of playing? You know what I mean? I mean, you you need to you need to think about your life and and and, and sometimes owners are not really helping them and they're not letting them. Hey, so do you guys want to add anything else to any anything we else we said or anything we haven't mentioned? Do you have anything? I'm good. Shoot up. I think we're good. Closing remarks. Sal, uh, cap and floor. No, right. I think I think we covered. Everything. I say no floor. I say wow. we need a basic floor. You're a Mets fan. I think that you wouldn't say that, especially considering how much you hate. I can't even use it to their advantage anyway. <laughs> I, I seriously can't wait to do like they take advantage of the floor by signing Todd Frazier to a mega deal. Yeah, I can't wait to do our preview video and just see like how our teams did in the offseason. That's gonna be so fun. Yeah, <laughs> okay. In November. But can't wait. We sit here on the the fourth week of March. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I got you. And we're gonna listen to this. And think back. <laughs> so that's gonna do it. Davin aloof on Joe Morales. This has been the MDM podcast on for watching, almost guys. all major podcast outlets now. Almost.